Yeah, eat, sleep, fantasy, you rocking with the best. NFL Fantasy Football Podcast. We talking mock drafts, running backs, better follow the conversation with John, Dale, Christian, and Armando. Screaming Eat Nation, we doing what we like. Tune in every week, guaranteed we get it hype. Fantasy Football Enthusiasts, I know you plan to be joining us on Eat Sleep Fantasy. Yeah, Eat Sleep Fantasy. Eat Sleep Fantasy. All right, everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Eat Sleep Fantasy Football Podcast, also known as the Newborns of Fantasy Football Podcast. My name is Christian Brito, and joining me once again is Mr. Dale DeMott. What's up, Dale? I'm back. Oh, I shouldn't have done no. that. I always, I it's been a while since I recorded, and as you were introducing me, I was thinking, what can I say? That's catchy, that's cool, hip, um, and it just um, just turned into a old dad all over yep. again when you i'm excited to record when you man. get it okay when you get the check at a restaurant what's the go-to mm-hmm. thing that you say because i have an idea of what it is <laughs> uh it depends yeah you, i usually do have some quirky uh, joke to tell the waitress i uh you know i'm usually pretty charming in is restaurant. it let's see I the damage the charm. oh yeah 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 i've said that one before is sure. it this is why i make the big bucks <laughs> it's something yeah, along those like, lines man i joke and like i point to my two-year-old and say that she's gonna pay yeah. for it they love that this stuff they love it christ <laughs> officially in, uh yeah again. uh so for those that don't know i was on a uh, little one week hiatus because my second do- daughter uh dorothy claire uh was born last uh october 18th so last week I appreciate everybody's, uh, I know I got some messages uh, congratulating me and all that stuff. I appreciate it. Um, We have good listeners, man, because a lot of them uh, like genuinely uh, cared and said like congratulations, which was nice. I don't think I sent you anything. I appreciate all you guys. No, I got nothing. Probably nothing. (laughs) Congrats, man. (laughs) Thanks. Thanks, buddy. Uh, Crazy times, though. Uh, You know, usually, well, with my firstborn, uh, my wife was in labor for like 12 hours and I don't know, I guess, you know, times can vary depending on the woman and the birth and all that mm-hmm. stuff. Uh, but this time uh, the right baby out. was born. Oh dude, you have no idea. Super quick. We, uh, woke up, called the midwife. The midwife said, okay, if things progress any more, give me a call. Uh, I called her and I said, I think the baby's coming out. And before I even finished my sentence, the baby was out. Uh, without a doctor, it was just me and my wife in the bathtub. Uh, well, I wasn't in the bathtub with my wife. It was just, you know, my wife was in the bathtub and I was sitting next to her. Okay. And uh, she was holding the baby. Time, hold on. How big is, is it like a normal size bathtub? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you yeah. definitely uh, fit No, in there it wasn't a hot wife. tub. No, it was like a regular tub. <laughs> I love how I'm trying to ruin this magical moment. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, um, it was fun. But, uh, you know, gave birth to a baby uh, without any assistance, which was... Uh, crazy so 20 minutes later uh, one of the assistants came and helped with the placenta and all that other stuff and uh, everybody's happy and healthy i'm gonna do what we did two years ago uh, a little more than two years ago Uh, almost three years ago at this point almost three years years ago uh did you do anything with the placenta will you be cooking it uh well you know the first one if you guys remember i did dehydrate it and it didn't come out very well. I didn't trust it, so we threw it away. This time, uh, it is in a freezer bag, in a one-gallon freezer bag in my freezer. 
and uh, I don't know what we're going to do with it. My wife, she would like to um, dehydrate it and make it like uh, capsulate it to, you know, it supposedly helps with like postpartum and stuff. I don't what know, is it? but like, it's in our Why don't you right just now. like, I imagine, I don't have any knowledge of this. I imagine that this would just taste like a liver steak. Why don't you do that? That That's what I'm, uh, if you're, if you're trying to get me to try to eat it, <laughs> it's not a chance. But uh, yeah, it looks like that. It not looks like a okay. um, yeah, no, it looks disgusting. You heard it here first. But. Dale does not go down on women who are on their period. Let's move on <laughs> to. I don't know why I said that. I don't. <clears throat> you're trying to ruin the magical moment. That's what you're doing. You're having an doing innate a ability. Great job. <laughs> so on this episode of fantasy it's five minutes in we've talked no fantasy <laughs> not a word of fantasy by the way unless unless you want to have a baby and then this is your fantasy maybe oh that's beautiful <laughs> anyways we've got a little bit of news and then what we want to focus on for the primary portion of this episode is not babies but rest of season ranks and just you know guys that we like rest of season guys we don't like rest of season yeah. and just kind of pointing that out there and kind of just reflecting on the first eight weeks and how the next, you know, eight weeks or so of the fantasy season will go. Because a lot of you are going to make it all the way to your uh, fantasy championship. So we're at the halfway point of the full fantasy season. We're more than halfway if we're just talking about the regular season, the 13 games for most people. Yeah. Um, but before we do that, let's talk a little bit of news, Dale. All right. Uh, you know, there's some good news, some whatever news. Uh, I'll go to the kind of big stuff, and it, some of this could have been covered yesterday. Uh, Mark Walton, the Dolphins, he, you know, basically got, you know, became lead back in the Miami Dolphins. It doesn't mean much. I don't know if we need to talk too much about it. I guess he's rosterable, but he's not going to help you win games. Uh, right? He is a RB three or four on bye weeks. Yep. Aha. But Kenyon Drake, though, the other side of that, mm-hmm. right? He's the one that goes to the Cardinals um, with both of their running backs banged up. Probably maybe he even gets the start this week? Uh, I think he's going to get the start this week. Mm-hmm. I think uh, Chase Edmonds will be out for a few weeks. And DJ, initially they wanted to hold him out through their bye. But given Chase Edmonds' availability... And the fact that Kenyon Drake is probably not very good. Uh, David Johnson, well, we'll see if he even suits up or what this week. It doesn't look like it, but you never know. He's not ruled out yet, so we'll see. Uh, In much more concerning injury news, I would like to move on to uh, Brandon Cooks and kind of retouch on this issue because his concussion issue seems to have gotten a little bit worse because now he's visiting a specialist in Pittsburgh. This is Brandon Cook's fourth concussion and his second in about a month time frame. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a lot. It's a okay. lot. I'm a little, I mean, one, I like, you know, let's put fantasy aside. I know we kind of always do this, but, you know, I mean, this is a human being's health we're talking about here, first and foremost. So that sucks for him personally. Cooks uh, is going to miss fantasy wise. I'm going to say that right yeah. off the bat. When yeah. you have yeah. multiple concussions like this, it's not good. The doctors yep. need to feel confident that not only have your current concussion symptoms subsided, 
but that they're minimizing risk for future concussions. And then you kind of put into that the concerns as a human being, right? Cooks has been a good wide receiver, but how does he feel about his career moving forward? There's When you start to add things up this much and you, you start getting that banged up in the head, that's something that if I'm looking at this from a fantasy perspective, I'm worried if I'm a Brandon Cooks owner for the rest of this season and in Dynasty that he may not play anymore um, and he may not be cleared for a while, may not even be up to him. So um, that being said, uh, I think the benefactors of this specific injury is a player who is not necessarily relevant when Cooks is not there, but is when he isn't, and that's Josh Reynolds. Josh Reynolds. Yeah. So yep. 100%. Uh, last week, Josh Reynolds had a 55% snap share. Uh, so, I'm sorry, 55, not 55%. He was he had 55 snaps. Uh, what is the percentage here? I'm sorry, I should have looked that up. But he's, he's definitely getting a lot more work uh, with Cooks out, for sure. Um, Cooper Cup, who is the number two wide receiver in fantasy, will continue to see those high amounts of targets. Um, and that is a, I guess, good sign for him, I guess, is the optimism, optimism, but Robert Woods is the player that I want to talk about who really has only had one good game so far this season. Everything else has been whatever, um, is another guy who after the buy at Pittsburgh, I think could be a benefactor for this, um, for this offense. Yeah. Uh, Robert Woods played 98% of the snaps last week and Josh Reynolds played 89% of the snaps. So they're, they're both getting on the field a ton with Brandon. I mean, obviously Robert Woods is, but Josh Reynolds, his, his usage is going to spike and he was looking at around 20 or 30% snap, uh, snap percentage before cook's injury. So the fact that he's on the field or was on the field almost 90% of the time is uh, pretty good. I think if there is a wide receiver handcuff, Josh Reynolds is it. Yep. All right. All right. Uh, some more news. Uh, Josh, uh, James Connor, he is limited all this week in practice. He probably won't play, but Mike Tomlin said he doesn't really need a practice to, in order to play. So we got to keep an eye on James Connor. Obviously, uh, Jalen uh, Samuel will, uh, will be the benefactor, beneficiary there if – James Cotter does miss time. Um, as far as kicker news goes, <laughs> I feel like we, we do this and it's a little bit tongue in cheek, but a lot of people need kickers. And I just want to quickly say the Patriots kicker has always traditionally been great. Uh, Mike Nugent was supposed to be their answer with yeah. Guskowski being injured. He wasn't, so Nick Folk has been signed, and he is going to be the Patriots kicker moving forward for whatever that's worth, right? A lot of people want kickers week to week. Patriots score a lot. Patriots are elite. I fucking hate the Patriots. Let's move on. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And that's about it, really. I mean, there's little stupid news here and there. Um, I don't know. There's there's really nothing. Andy Dalton is bench for Ryan Finley. So if or when AJ Green 
returns. Probably is not great for him. We'll see. Really, uh, works out. really dry trade day for the NFL. Yeah, yeah it was. Yeah. Joe Flacco is not going to play this week in probably a couple weeks. That is horrible for Cortland Sutton owners. And you'll probably see a lot of uh, Royce Freeman. Sorry, I blanked on his name for a second. Royce? All right, cool. So, all right. so we're going... Be, wait, hold on. Before before we get into these rest of the season rankings, because we're done with the news now, a couple... Th- oh, really, it's just one thing. You guys, I'm really excited... I think Christian knows about it because I post in the chat, but he ignores me a lot. John and myself, John Chapman, he uh, co-hosts this lovely podcast, and he also does 49ers Rush podcast, uh, all things 49ers. We are doing commentary on the Thursday night game. So when you're listening to the, the you're listening to this on a yeah Wednesday, so tomorrow night, uh, we will be commentating live on an app called Hot Mic. If you guys get out your iPhones, download Hot Mic. There is an invite code. The invite code is Rush ESF, all one word. R U S H E S F. And that'll basically get you into the app because you need to have a special code just to get in. But once you get that, you you look for uh, the, the Thursday night game. You select me and John, and the app will sync to your TV and will give you commentary. So there's going to be a lot of football commentary from John and a lot of fantasy football commentary from both of us so uh i am not going to give that much play by play that's going to be john's job because he's really good at that and i'm not and uh but we'll we're going to give fantasy advice so it'll be basically commentary like if you're listening on tv so it's going to be a lot of fun all right that does sound like fun go to hot got a hot mic that's the app and then the invite code is rush esf all one word right now for us while we're talking it's fun you should all right, so let's get into the rest of the season rankings. I'm going to keep talking about this. You're going to follow us on social Hot media. Mike, and talk about MIC, it a lot right? Not Mike, like the guy. Yes. Correct. Okay, just making sure. Yep. Doing it right now. Cool. Rush right, ESF, so rest right? of the season. Yes. Okay. Doing it right now. <laughs> uh, so rest of the season rankings, uh, we can go by position. Hold on, it's Rito? asking me we for do... my password. I'll just use Face ID. Okay. It's downloading. <laughs> okay. I'll let you know. Uh, yeah, just let me right, know, So I'm um, opening the app. It says sign up or log in. So I guess I have to sign up. Oh, yeah. And then the code yeah, is rush ESF. ESF. And then redeem. The invite code. Yeah. Okay, right. cool. And then it just asked me for my email. Cool. That was easy. That was painless. Yeah, it's fun. And I mean, the, the cool thing about the app, it's pretty cool. You know, they just want to bring, um, you know, alternatives to your commentary that you hear. So all sports are going to be doing, they're, they're still fairly new to the market, but they're going to be doing, I think they're doing World Series now with a bunch of people. And you can just, you know, if you have a famous, you know, a favorite writer or something that's on the app, you can listen to them commentate or whatever. I'm sure it's going to grow. And, um, you know, but John and myself, I think we're going to be the leaders on this app moving forward. So check it out. We're going to do the 49ers and Cardinals game. Already started prepping for it. Cool, man. I'm excited about that. It's going to be cool. All right. All right. So um, quarterbacks, rest of the season quarterbacks. So I'm going to just quickly list off the league leaders in fantasy scoring at the quarterback position through eight weeks. Deshaun Watson, Russell Wilson, Mm -hmm. Lamar Jackson, Aaron Rodgers, and Dak Prescott are your top five quarterbacks. 
followed by Tom Brady, Patrick Mahomes, Matt Ryan, Kyler Murray, and Matthew Stafford round out your top 10. I think some other notable names that I would like to mention, Carson Wentz, Gardner Minshew, and uh, Jared Goff are all cracking your top 15. Okay. Uh, so we, there's a couple th- different ways we can do this. I'll, I mean, I'll, I'll just start off here. Uh, one name that probably should be at least in the top 15 rest of the season is Baker Mayfield. I've said it before. I love his rest of season schedule. Um, I, I think he's a serviceable quarterback. I know he hasn't done well, and people are probably rolling their eyes like, okay, you know, whatever, right? But uh, his schedule looks good, and and he could he could throw touchdown passes. I mean, starting week eleven is Pitt, Miami, Pitt, Cincinnati, Arizona, and that's that's a strong five game five game slate there. Uh, so I do, and I'll talk about. Odell Beckham Jr. when we talk about wide receivers, but Baker Mayfield deserves to be in the top 15. I'm not saying he's a home run hitter, but he's he's serviceable. All right. Speaking of serviceable, I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know. Schedule is great. Schedule is great. Schedule is great, but... So who am I putting ahead of him? I'm, I'm going to give you someone I'd rather have, and you you tell me yes or no. Okay. okay. Even though his schedule is a little harder, because there's two games against Atlanta and a game against Tampa Bay, in there, and I and I'd rather have that than the great schedule for Baker Mayfield and the whatever he's been this year. After Week Nine, bye. Give me Drew Brees, who in his two complete games that he's played has thrown for over 370 yards. <laughs> His stats, the two games that he's played, has looked almost identical um, with 43 attempts in both games and 370 and two and 373 and three in his two games that he played. Obviously, the second game that he played um, at the Rams, he got hurt right off the bat very early, so he did not finish that game and then was out for five weeks with that thumb injury. But off the bye, Drew Brees, who is actually in some leagues even free. Mm Mm-hmm will definitely, for me, definitely be a top 10 quarterback after the bye. Yeah, I think 100% you're right. I mean, this, you know, there's a difference. You know, we look at, say, Baker Mayfield, and we say he has talent around him. He has Nick Chubb, Odell Beckham, Jarvis Landry. Um, But Drew Brees is on a, one, his skill level is on a whole different level, obviously, right? I don't need to say that. But the talent in that offense is crazy. Um, Just the, you know, Michael Thomas is having a career year. And maybe, you know, uh, uh, what do you want to call it? Like a Hall of Fame type numbers, right, for this year. And then, of course, Alvin Kamara. It's uh, it's crazy what he is going to do for the rest of the season. I agree. I think I think Drew Brees can be a top 10 quarterback for the rest of the season. And people have already forgotten about him because they've already replaced him on their roster. You know, they have somebody like maybe Kyler Murray or uh, Carson Wentz already, and they kind of – yeah, uh, you know, lived without them, they're fine. But Drew Brees is definitely. I I want to talk about a couple guys. Um, now that you've now we've covered, I I I I don't know what to tell you about Baker Mayfield, man. Some people are gonna agree with you. I'm just. I get it. I get I'm. It. You could be right, but I'm probably not gonna deal with it. I mean, you're looking at he plays, like I said, he plays Pitt, 
twice, right? Is that what I said? Oh, I'm going to go back really quick. Yeah. Um, yeah, he plays Pitt twice and Miami. <laughs> so Pittsburgh allowed Ryan Fitzpatrick to score twice on him. And then you have Miami sandwich in between that. Those three games alone, week 11, 12, and 13. If whatever quarterback you have or you're even wishy-washy on, Baker Mayfield is going to going to do very well those three weeks for you. Just enough for the playoff push, 11, 12, and week 11, 12, and 13. Okay. So let's talk about a couple guys who I think have potentially exceeded expectations, um, some surprising, some not. Um, at the beginning of this year and talk about their outlook for the rest of the year. Um, I want to talk a little bit about a guy who is always in the top 10, never gets drafted there, and in my opinion will continue to be in the top 10 for the rest of this season and people will continue to forget about it. And that's Dak Prescott. He's been a top 10 quarterback every year of his career. He is the number seven quarterback right now through through uh, the first eight weeks. How do you see his season shaping out for the rest of this year? I'm a little nervous uh, late into the season. Okay. Uh, you know, he has... Tell me why. Well, he has... A, I, okay. <laughs> to, <laughs> to begin the year, he had a very soft schedule. Let's be honest. I mean, he had a 400-yard game week one against the Giants. Yes, he has played. Like, I, and, but remember... The division he's in, right? We're sure. looking at he no, still has coming off the bye the Giants again, Philly again. Those have been some of the worst pass defenses in the league. Yeah. Still plays Washington, still got Detroit in there. But yes, like you mentioned, there are some rough games. There's New England, there's Buffalo, there's Chicago. Those are not good matchups. So do you think he's matchup dependent though? No, no. I think if you have them, you're starting them. I, it's just they're just going to be tougher games for him. That's all. Because, uh, for example, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw this out there. On paper, on paper, Green Bay is supposed to have been his toughest matchup so far this year. He threw sure. for three interceptions. This is true. But he also threw sure. for 463 <laughs> yards. Yeah. yeah. So. Sure. Okay. L- l- let me put a scenario out here for you. Week 12 and 13, New England and Buffalo. I'm not starting him against New England at New England. That's about the only game on his schedule that I'm not starting back, Dak Prescott. That's it. But at New England, Buffalo, then I'll play him versus Buffalo in Dallas, yes. If you have somebody like Baker Mayfield I'd rather have Dak Prescott playing against Buffalo in Dallas than Baker Mayfield. Than Baker Mayfield playing Pitt? Unless it's Miami. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> who just lost the only remaining player on their team that I can fucking name on defense in Xavier and Howard. Uh, yeah. Well, they acquired a keep to lead by trade, but whatever. Um, right. That's not important at all. No. <laughs> Poor Dolphins, man. Hey, uh, quick question. Just real, real quick question. Will the Dolphins what? win a game this season? No. No? Not a chance. Not a chance. Not a chance. Not a chance. Last night was their chance, and they blew it. Uh, they've had a couple chances. They've had a couple chances, but they... Uh... All right. I'm going to give you one more guy here that I want to talk about who has kind of... You went guys that are underperforming in Baker Mayfield. I'm going to go a guy who initially it was like, okay, he's overperforming. He stayed up there in Lamar Jackson. 
right? So let's talk a little bit about Lamar Jackson because I think we need to Mm -hmm. after the rough game at Seattle, now going into the bye week, and then New England, right? So 143 passing yards. Only 20 passing attempts. Looks (laughs) ugly. But he ran for 116 fucking yards again. Yeah. That's his third time this season eclipsing 100 yards rushing. Yep. So tell me, will Lamar Jackson at any point this year not be startable because he's basically a running back who also throws the ball? He's startable every week. I'll... I'm going to start him with confidence against even against New England. Yeah, I would. I Look, obviously, I've been saying obviously a lot today. I'm sorry. I'm off Jeez. my game. New England is LOL. really, really good. Probably the best defense, at least the top two top two defense in the NFL, it's right? number one. With San Francisco. But, at least scoring-wise in fantasy, it's number one for sure. Right, sure. But you, you, you're going to have to start him. I mean, even if he throws for 130 yards and a touchdown, he's going to rush. I don't care. He's going to rush for 60 or 70 yards. It doesn't matter, the team. So that's a, that's throwing in another touchdown. That's still a 20-point week. Dude, you want to hear something disgusting? Not what? counting the quarterbacks. The only player to outscore the Patriots defense so far this year is Christian McCaffrey. That's crazy. Patriots defense has scored <laughs> as much as every more than everyone but Christian McCaffrey. That's unheard of. Mm-hmm. And Lamar Jackson threw seven played games so far for him. He's only had two games that he's thrown an interception in. So he doesn't make a lot of mistakes. He had a horrible game against the Steelers right. and a not so good game against Cleveland. And he still racked up fantasy points, by the way. But I'm just saying, he does not throw the ball around very loosely. Okay. They con- they control. They I think the Ravens are doing exactly what they need to do with him. Yes, and it's working out great. I'm gonna give you a stat, and no. I think the stat should blow your mind, but maybe it might not. I'm ready. Blow my mind. Lamar Jackson has more rushing yards than Mark Ingram. The Baltimore's leading running back. Interesting. You know, week week to week, you kind of see that, but uh, here in over a seven week period, that's pretty nuts. Um, so I'm gonna go ahead and name some players that Lamar Jackson has more rushing yards because right now, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. He is tenth in the league in rushing yards. <laughs> tenth in <laughs> the league crazy. in rushing yards at the quarterback position. Um. And he's throwing over 200 yards a game. And so. he's, he's he's throwing over, and he has more than a two to one touchdown to interception ratio, like you mentioned. He's not right. throwing an absurd amount of picks either, but he's got more rushing yards than James Conner. He's got more rushing yards than David Montgomery. I started low. I'm gonna go higher. Right, sure, Ready for sure, this? Go higher. More yeah. rushing yards than Sony Michelle. More rushing yards than Aaron Jones. More rushing yards than Carlos Hyde. That's awesome. That is awesome. Yeah. Name uh, name <laughs> the the list of players that have more rushing yards than Lamar Jackson is very short. Cook, Fournette, Chubb, McCaffrey, Carson, Jacobs, Zeke, Mack, and Henry. That's it. 
Okay, so now that we're talking the rest of the season, I got a question for you. And I know people are going to roll their eyes at this because it might, I don't think it's a stupid question, but I'm going to ask it anyways. Rest of the season, given Patrick Mahomes' health, and they're saying, uh, he, you know, he could have been ready last week, we don't, blah, blah, blah. Given his health, would you rank Lamar Jackson ahead of Patrick Mahomes' rest of the season? Um, let's see. You got to buy. Mahomes will be back week 10 is the report, right? Sure. So yeah. this is week nine. So they're basically going to be back at the same time. I will probably not because the schedule includes New England at the Rams and versus San Francisco and at Buffalo. So you got four tough games plus a bye for Jackson. Uh, but Patrick Mahomes, his playoff schedule is at New England, Denver, then at Chicago, 14, 15, 16. Um, that scares me away. I'm, I'm telling you right now, I'm head, uh, I will rank Jackson ahead of Patrick Mahomes. Not an easy decision, but fantasy-wise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, rest of the season fantasy-wise. I'm not, because even though Mahomes has been it's banged Patrick up, Mahomes. even though Mahomes has been banged up, uh, he's right there amongst the, the league leaders in scoring um, yes. and has been just as good if not better when he's on the field so Mahomes um rest of season for me would probably be you got that everybody's still got a buy so let's count it as if he is out for a buy or whatever uh yeah he's probably top three still it's probably I'm probably gonna go Lamar Jackson is uh fourth on my rest of season rankings behind some fourth what did I say he said, he said fourth? Yeah. Lamar Jackson fourth? Behind some combination of Mahomes, Wilson, and Watson. Okay. Fair enough. Yep. All right. No, we know, and we've talked about this on the podcast, Russell Wilson, his history of slowing down in the second half of the season. No, that's the opposite. The opposite. He usually turns it on second half of the season. Well, it looks like he turned it on the first half, and it looks like he's going to turn it off the second nope. half is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> <clears throat> you read that backwards, he had, Dale. He Don't hasn't do this broken to 250 in the last two weeks. Hey, hey, leave him alone. Don't <laughs> curse me. I have him in almost every league. <laughs> I do too, actually. Um, uh, actually, I just I just traded. Grade this trade for me. I had a really hard time, and I got a lot of flack for it. Can you help me out? Okay. This this goes with the rest of the season rankings. Sure. Okay. I traded away Russell Wilson, Kenny Galladay, and Austin Hooper. Okay. Granted, I was in first place. And I got back Travis Kelsey, Tyreek Hill, Jacoby Brissett. Okay, you traded Galladay. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I got to look at my Galladay for Hill. You got probably the best player in the in the in the Let me see. Rest of season. This is how I like to do it. Rest of season. And then I'm going to kind of uh, score it out. But uh, initial reaction is you won that trade, but you're going to start percent week to week? Probably not. I have Sam Darnold. (laughs) Yeah, so (laughs) probably yes. (laughs) Um, I feel like you could go out there and acquire a top. Why can't you go acquire Dak Prescott? Um, Everybody's low on that guy for some fucking reason. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I could. Maybe I can. 
But okay. my initial thought was I'll win this trade slightly. Now that I have this team set, and especially that Galladay just had a huge game, I'm thinking, fuck, like, man, I just, I had a good first place You team. got a top five receiver rest of season. Sure. And you traded away a top 15 wide receiver to get him. Okay, let's start right. there. You got yeah. a top three tight end, and you traded away a top 10 tight end to get him. Right. And eh, Austin Hooper might be like a top I, six tight end rest of season. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I, and then you traded away a top three running back, uh, quarterback. Sorry, quarterback. Yeah, and yeah. got a mm, top twenty, top twenty <laughs> quarterback. So you need to go acquire a quarterback, probably, because uh, I don't think you can get by rest of so early. You know, drafting or whatever. I may not whatever, but you at this point in the season, you need to go find a quarterback and see who's going to stick and. Dude, I think you can acquire some guys like we mentioned. You can acquire a cheap Drew Brees. You can acquire a cheap Dak Prescott and make up enough there where that other trade, which I think you won, um, looks good. So, And I I, I like having quarterbacks at this point in the season, but I think you did just fine with that trade. Okay. So I usually would uh, hurt your confidence, but not today. Good trade. All right. All right. Uh, I, I feel like I need to say something mean to you now. Yeah, you do. It's okay. You still gaining weight? Telling no, just... <laughs> <laughs> you tell me how ugly my baby looks? Uh, your baby's cute. I don't know, dude. That can't be your kid. Babies, uh, well, babies are usually pretty ugly. I think because my baby, well, this is going to sound weird. The baby came out so fast. There was no squishing. Um, you know, That's maybe, a real thing. Yeah, That's a real thing. Yeah. No cone head, no squished cheeks, yeah, no like exactly. swollen eyes. Exactly. Just slid right out. Uh man, if you if you only knew. She so my wife was in the bathtub and she was like, I think the baby's coming out. I look, you know, I look behind and I said, No, I I said, I don't think the baby's coming right now. It didn't look any different. Then I looked away. And then she goes, no, no, I think I feel something. I looked again, literally like two minutes later, and I saw the head like starting to poke out. That is the craziest thing. Ever. By the way, childbirth then, is disgusting, dude. It's crazy. Anyways, um, all right, let's talk about running backs. Okay, I was gonna start talking about your sex life with your wife, but let's move on. Running backs. Let's talk about, let's talk about the that. top ten scorers at the running back position. And then perhaps talk about some guys, some some notable guys that are not in that group. Right. Number one quarterback, uh, running back, and number two running backs so far this season are Christian McCaffrey and Dalvin Cook, who have been electric on both the running and receiving ends. Um, they've looked great, man. They yep. they really have. Um, are they your one two moving forward? Yeah. Yes. So no Zeke, no Barkley, no Fournette, no Kamara. Those guys are not in consideration for your one-two. One-two for me, McCaffrey and Cook. No question. Okay. Um, Zeke and Barkley, look, if you're going to put them, all four of them kind of together, I'm not going to laugh at you, but I think Cook and McCaffrey are in a league of their own. Okay. Uh. After that, Aaron Jones, Austin Eckler, and Nick Chubb round out the top five. Uh, I think Nick okay. Chubb is probably, for me, the most surprising on that list. 
Um, sure. Because the offense hasn't looked great, but he's still been very solid, very solid, especially rushing the ball with 738 rushing yards, uh, second in the league in that category on behind, I'm sorry, yeah, second in the league in that category, only behind Dalvin Cook. Um, he is who I thought he was. And six rushing touchdowns. Um, behind them, you've got Zeke, Fournette, Carson, Henry, and Ingram to round out your uh, top 10 running backs. So let's talk a little bit about guys in that list who perhaps have overperformed and underperformed um, outside of that list afterwards. So um, let's talk about Leonard Fournette. Okay, let's talk about Fournette. Okay. And then I, I I feel like we need to continue to have the Austin Eckler conversation. So let's, sure. let's start with Fournette, who has 163 attempts who is leading the league in attempts and 791 rushing yards. So for, uh, forgive me with my uh, previous stat with Chubb being second. Chubb is actually third in the league in rushing yards. Apologies on that stat correcting right now. Fournette is second in the league in rushing yards with his 163 attempts and 791 rushing yards. Yeah. That pace, I don't... that attempts pace is not going to go away. I, and that's exactly what I was going to say. You know, they start off slow. I think that Jacksonville is like, all right, you know, let's just kind of, you know, not give them a full workload. And they went three games with 15 or less attempts. And like, screw this. We're going to run into the ground. And uh, week four on, week four, five, six, seven, and eight, um, they he's had over 20 attempts except for last week against the Jets. But he, uh, he had 19. But, yeah, he is going to continue to get 20-plus carries. And throwing a couple of receptions. I mean, dude, that's what last, I want. Last week throw. he had seven targets. Yes, this is what I want to. Two throw weeks out ago there. he had six. Yeah, it's not that he's lighting the world up with the receiving yards. Two hundred sixty-three receiving yards is nothing to be ashamed of. That's good. Mm-hmm. His targets, his targets are on pace with the receiving backs. So he is fifth in the league in receiving in in targets behind only Austin Eckler, James White. Christian McCaffrey and Tariq Cohen. Yeah, that's and we don't we awesome. and we don't think Leonard Fournette as a pass catching back. Do we? don't we think of him as being able to do that, but not like he. We don't think of him as Christian McCaffrey like in terms of receptions and and targets. And that's pretty much like the volume that he's getting. Obviously, he hasn't been as effective with it in in that. But forty five targets so far this season is a lot to go with the 163 attempts. You're talking about 200-plus opportunities already this season. You, you project that out, you're talking about over 400 opportunities to touch the ball between attempts and targets. That's an astronomical number, which even if he weren't to be efficient with it, which he is at 4.9 yards a carry, even if he wasn't, He's still like going to force his way into being a top five running back, um, and, and even if it's ugly at times, it's it's going to work. You can't have that much volume and not eventually break through. Now the question is, uh, Nick Foles is cleared to play after their bye week, so he won't start week eleven. He, I'm sorry, he won't start. Yeah, that's what I'm going to ask. Are you sure about that? Nope. 
but he shouldn't. <laughs> he shouldn't. He shouldn't. It should be his uh, mustache Minshew for good. sure. <laughs> he can't fucking throw but, it over the mountains over there. <laughs> but uh, this, his pass catching that we're talking about that is a huge plus right now will go away if if Foles comes back so something to just something to monitor I, I look it's i don't think it's going to diminish fournette's value that much but like you said the targets and the receptions are there where it's enough to give him a little bit of, of a bump over some of the other guys in our rest of season rankings so leonard fournette right now would be over guys like derrick henry and aaron jones yeah, Josh Jacobs, those guys. He's definitely yeah. gonna be over there. I'd rather have. I, I'd put the letter for Ned about fifth in my rest of seasons, more or less. Over Chubb. Uh, probably. The guy that would be in contention for me would be Carson because I just think that offense is going to continue to hum and be good. You remember Carson Daly? Are you old enough? Yes. Do you know who that is? Total request live. Rest in peace, Carson Daly. Did he die? No, I'm joking. Oh. Why would you say that? I don't know. He's gonna, you're going to feel really bad if he dies. <laughs> I'm a bad person. Sorry. Dude, bring TRL I don't, I don't back, know why you even man. said that. Why did I say that? I don't know. I voted one time for a song on TRL. You? Oh, you're a loser. I'll give you... Uh, yeah, what song did you vote for? Uh, Let me guess. Let me guess. Backed out us up by Juvenile. No, it was later than that. You got to think 2000s. You got to remember that I used to listen to... Uh, I don't even want to get into it. I want it that way. No, man. You want... Okay, do you remember a band called P.O.D.? Yes. Yeah, so it was it was them. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that, that one big song they had? Yeah. They had like two what big is, what songs. What is that? What um, is that? Man, I wish I could remember. I'm going to have to type this on my loud-ass keyboard. By the way, I let you edit one episode last week. Two. And they and both, both got taken got down flagged for copyright <laughs> because I put in reggaeton music at the end. Uh, I got the email saying that it was declined. I was like, uh, Fucking YouTube. I, it was only 15 <laughs> seconds. And they were like, no, Youth of the Nation, by the way. Oh, yeah. was the song that you're probably thinking about. But there's a couple more, Alive and Boom. Oh, yeah. Alive, that's what I'm thinking of. Uh, Youth of a Nation was an awesome song, by the way. I think that's the one that I was voting for. Uh, Did you get inspired? uh, Probably. God. All right. So so, you want to talk about Austin Eckler a little bit. Talk about him. All right. He's not, I'm telling you, he's not an RB2 for me rest of the season. What is he? I don't know if that means he's higher or lower. You got to specify. Uh, he, I think, is like a RB twenty five to RB thirty. Oh, that's gross. That's gross. That's gross because right now he is RB four on the season, even though he okay, only has seventy two rushing attempts, which is by far, by far, the lowest of a top twelve running back. So let's see here. So, I'm telling you. I mean, look. I mean, are you? You're playing Melvin Gordon over him, aren't you? Um, yeah, because he looked yeah. terrible. Austin Eckler okay, looked so terrible in Week Eight. You're playing Devonta Freeman over him. Now you're playing David Montgomery. Now that it seems like they've 
unleashed him a little bit. 27 rushing attempts last week. Yeah. So you're playing David Montgomery over him. You're playing David Johnson over him as long as he's healthy. I don't know, man. There's not. I would even say now with with uh, Flacco out, you're playing. I just Phillip think Lindsay's confidence better running back than Melvin Gordon. Am I crazy? Running back. I'm not saying wide receiver. I'm saying I think Eckler's a better back. Period. Complete back, and he doesn't get the volume. But whatever. He's definitely a better receiver, and he's still going to keep that role. Um, 25 to 30. I'd say low-end RB2 the rest of the season. But yeah, he's not going to be the top five guy that he's been. Right. Interesting. Uh, what are you doing? David Johnson. If you have David Johnson the rest of the season, you it sucks because we don't know what his health situation is. So you can't – I can't put him in a top 10 Although I think he's top 10 talent when healthy. You just can't put him in the top 10, right? He misses so you two gotta, more games, in my opinion. Week 9 and Week 10. On top of that... Rest of the season, a trade. David Johnson, Tevin Coleman. Are you I'd taking rather David have Johnson? Tevin Coleman rest of the season. And that's actually not close for me. What about Sony Michelle? Okay, David so Johnson? let me finish here. All right. I'm going to let you finish. All right. Let's say you're trying to make a playoff push. And you got a team that's interested in David Johnson and is willing to give you something for him. You need to get rid of him now. He is not usable until the playoffs. Not usable. Because ready for this? Week 9, which he's going to miss anyways, would have been against San Francisco. That's fine. Week 10, he's going to miss as well. But that would have been cross-country at Tampa Bay. All right, you ready for this? Week 11, when he's going to come back, is at San Francisco. You're not starting him. And then week 12 is a bye. I want nothing to do with David Johnson. Yeah. He is a week 14 through 16. You're hoping that you can get something versus Pitt versus Cleveland in the playoffs. But right now... I'm trading David Johnson the hell away and getting whatever I can for him. But what can you get for him? Who, who did you just say? I, I think you can get Tevin Coleman. You think so? I think you can get Tevin Coleman. After this big game? After his big game because the guy who has Tevin Coleman thinks, hey, I'm selling Tevin Cash Coleman high. Yeah. Um, But, man, I don't think Tevin Coleman's going away. Those attempts have been there. Those attempts. Uh, yeah. And Brita a little banged up. We're not really sure. Yeah. And, um, you know, I, again, I, I understand he only ran the ball 11 times this past game, but it was 105 yards and four total touchdowns, and it was an absolute route. Um, so, and the previous games were 20-plus touches uh, in both of those games. So, um, Tevin Coleman's here to stay, in my opinion. And uh, he's actually a guy that I wanted to talk about. Rest of season, Tevin Coleman. You ready for this? Mm-hmm. Top 12. Who? Top 12. Who? Tevin Coleman. Not, that's not crazy. And uh, what? Can you, you, you give me, you give me something me for that? Gasp. <laughs> what? Look, you're riding he's, a wave right he's now. He's already... Okay, I'm not riding a wave. You ready for this? <laughs> okay. He had six fantasy points against Washington Redskins. Yeah, but that was also like... They didn't need to do they they shut out the Redskins. They didn't do anything in that game. Yeah. Yeah. Um listen, man. 
they still have a bunch of games here against th- that I that I believe will be higher scoring even with the San Francisco defense being uh who they are or who they've you know whatever um I I'm just the workload is there the offense wants to go through the running backs and his competition is fading that's all I'm saying yeah if he well, gets 20 think- touches again like he did the previous two or three weeks before this before this monster game the workload was there and then he has the monster game we continue that and I think just moving forward he is going to be that guy um, I, I don't think I'm being crazy. Uh, if we're looking at like rest of season rankings on like fantasy pros, for example, he's 18th. So I, I don't think I'm going crazy here. I'd rather have him over guys here. Listen, here are some guys ahead of him in rest of season rankings that I don't think it's even close. David Johnson, James Conner, Sonny Michelle, and Le'Veon Bell. I'd rather have Tevin Coleman rest of season than all of those guys. Yeah. Okay. Yes. That's not crazy. Yeah. So that would put him, even if even if you are conservative, that would put him what, fourteenth? Then you're kind of nitpicking. Would you rather have Tevin Coleman or Todd Gurley? I'm probably going Tevin Coleman. Sure. Would you rather have I- Tevin Coleman or? This is where it starts to get tough. Uh, rather have Tevin Coleman or Mark Ingram. Uh, I think Tevin Coleman, and you Same. know why? Well, I think Tevin Coleman's going to have more volume, and the team is I better. I do, too. Well, I mean, the, the offensive scheme is better. I mean, you're talking about a guy who can't even outrush his own quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair... <laughs> Most guys do. 150 yards a game. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Eat, sleep, fantasy. You rocking with the best. NFL fantasy football podcast. We talking mock drafts, running backs. Better follow the conversation with John, Dale, Christian, and Armando. Screaming Eat Nation. We doing what we like. Tune in every week. Guaranteed we get it hype. Fantasy. Football enthusiasts, I know you plan to be joining us on Eat Sleep Fantasy. Yeah, Eat Sleep Fantasy. Uh Eat Sleep Fantasy.